This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand on the air. Hello everyone. Takaho. Selamat datang. Konnichiwa. Hola. 안녕하세요. Assalamu alaikum. And Kiora. Connecting Cultures Features is a show by and for the beautiful and diverse multicultural people of Dunedin. Join me every Friday noon for Connecting Cultures Features on Otago Access Radio 105.4 FM, podcast on oar.org.nz. You are listening to Connecting Cultures Features on RFM.
Kia ora everyone, welcome to Connecting Cultures Features, a show by for and about the multicultural people of Dunedin and New Zealand. So I'm here with Carol Kruger and Skyla Knopp, um, the author and illustrator for the book Aisha, um, here to tell us about the book and everything they do and the story behind the book Aisha. Kia ora, Carol and Skyla. Hi. Hey, hi. Thank you so much for being here today. How are you feeling? Um, We're feeling excited. We're feeling excited and nervous. Yeah. But mostly excited. Yeah, mostly. I think we're all excited to hear about the book, um, especially because there will be a book launch happening soon on Monday, um, the 7th of November at the public library. So that's really exciting. How do you feel? Um. Well, yes, all excited. Very excited about that too. I think um, my teacher's coming, so it'll be a bit. <gasps> and I've got drama exciting. students coming. Yeah, so everyone you know are supporting yes. you, and even yeah. my daughter, the designer of the book. Wow, she's not working, so she's coming. Yes. So it's going to be a big thing for everyone to, you know, show support for this wonderful book. And thank you so much for um, creating this, you know. And I got myself a copy. I've been reading uh, halfway already, and it's such a good story. And I'm really excited to hear more about it today. Uh, But first, let's share some introductions. Um, Maybe Skyla, if you want to start, give us an introduction of you. Okay. Okay. my name is Skylana, like um, she said before, and I am 12 years old. I did the drawings two years ago when I was 10, so it took a long time for the book to come out. Um, I go to Kavanagh College. I just started this year. I'm in year seven. I have three older brothers and one little sister, um, my mum and dad, and I live with them all. And yeah, that's me. What do you enjoy doing? Um, I like... I like drawing, like I did the book, but um, my main thing I love to do is writing stories. Yeah. yeah. Do you know what you're going to be when you grow up? Well, since I probably won't be successful as a lawyer, (laughs) I mean, as an author, I'm probably going to try to be a lawyer. Wow, that is a big goal. Yeah. (laughs) Um, That's amazing, Skylar. And thanks for the introduction. Carol? Well, um, I... I have written over a hundred children's books and the the hundred, because I remember when I got the hundredth, the one, um, I used to work through um, publishers, New Zealand publishers and an American publisher, and my books used to go all around the schools. They were like school readers and but I had junior novels published as well, mm. and um, they both companies got bought out, and so I decided, well, I like publishing, and so I've published a few books on my own. But the experience that I got from working closely with publishers on some of my books. I learnt the tricks of the trade. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm also extremely fortunate to have a daughter, um, my daughter Trinity Kruger. She has um, this 
amazing talent for design. Mm. And I published a book last year called When COVID Came to the North Pole. <gasps> and Trinity did the designs and the people publishing the, the book were fascinated how she had got snowflakes designed as the COVID germs. <laughs> and so I'm exceptionally lucky to have Trinity on board yeah. to be able to do the the designs and on finding Skylar as an illustrator for my book. Only only a certain few people would have been able to illustrate the book mm. just how I want. And when I, when I had my books published by publishers, I had to accept whoever they chose mm. as the illustrator. And I remember one time that I thought their choice of illustrator was not that great, but there was nothing I could do about it. Mm. So when you are your own publisher, you can choose. And I I had seen, because Skylar comes to drama lessons with me, mm. and I've seen her do little drawings to illustrate her poems, and I thought, I think she could do it. Well, she did it, and... I was blown away by it, and mm. so was Trinity. We, we just thought we've got these amazing illustrations to work with. And um, I'm very, very grateful to have met Skylar Knopp. Yeah, she did mm. such an amazing job, Skylar. She did. Um, how was the experience illustrating the book? Well, it was quite fun, and I got the illustrated it. Illustrator, and when Carol asked me to do the drawings, I was really excited. Um, and I didn't actually color them in; my dad colored them in on the computer. But I, I drew the drawings by hand wow. on paper and stuff. But um, I didn't just let my dad do it by himself. Like I told him what colors I wanted the outfits to be yeah. and things like that. So, but what what yeah. I love about Skylar's drawings is the expressions mm. on their faces. They they're brilliant, mm. and they absolutely represent the characters that I was writing about. Yeah. And um, she has done a remarkable job, and I I think that her illustrations make the book. Mm. Um, I'm really interested to know now the story behind Aisha. So who is Aisha? Well, Aisha is a fictitious character because I took um, stories from different Syrian families and their journey coming from Syria and to New Zealand. And each of them had something different to tell. The um, What fascinated me was they, they had to go through so much to, to come to New Zealand and then there were the terrorist attacks and what was the 
catalyst for this story was when one of the Syrian girls, um, and she is Aisha, um, her brother was born just after in May of that year, mm. and they called him Salam, which oh. means peace in Arabic. And I just thought, wow, that that is amazing. And um, so it is a collection of different people's journey, but it's combined into one girl's journey. Mm. And the story, it starts off in Syria, um, and it's at wartime in Syria, and then it moves to Lebanon. And because when the Syrian refugees were in Lebanon, they had huge challenges there as well. And I was told that 99% of refugees don't get asylum in another country. Mm. And that's huge. Um, so, yes, so when they came to New Zealand, um, it was a real privilege to meet them. Yeah. And I remember my first contact with them was they were, they joined Skylar and her brothers in a play mm. that I did. And I remember one of the Syrian girls saying she was interviewed and, and they said, no, why, why do you want to do drama in New Zealand? And her reply was, because in Syria, we didn't have the opportunity. Mm. So it's just so wonderful that they, they are here and they are safe. Yeah. Thank you so much, Carol. Um, Skyla, what do you think about Aisha's character? Well, I'm not entirely sure. I mean, I've read the book, obviously, because I had to do the illustrations for it. Um, I, um, it's just, it must have been like a big struggle for them mm. to get all the way here. Like, at the start of the book, I'm pretty sure Aisha is 12. And at the end, by the time she gets to New Zealand, so she was 12 when the war started, and then by the time she's in New Zealand, she is, um, how old? I, I think 15 or 16. Mm. So, must have taken a while. So she grew up along the way. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Um, cause we know that you have friends who are former refugees as well. Yeah. Um, so how was, what was your experience with them? Did you find that their stories were reflected in Aisha's story? Well, the, um, the Syrian, like, um, the former Syrian refugees that I'm friends with, one of them, she's a bit younger than me. Um, I don't think she's ever actually been to Syria. I'm pretty sure she was born in Lebanon. Um, and just, um, but her older sister, um, Mariam, I'm pretty sure she gave, um, quite a lot of ideas for the book and stuff. Um, mm. 
because she was 10 when Dad escaped from Syria, so she would um, probably still remember that quite well when they um, had to escape. Yeah, it's important to know that they all have different stories and different points of their lives, right? Um, And, you know, I love that the story Aisha captured, like, the whole journey. Um, So, yeah, I'm really interested to hear more about that. What was the writing process for Aisha? Um, Like, when did you start writing it? How long did it take? Um... Well, it was a couple of years ago, mm. and we've, we've had COVID and all sorts of yeah. things sort of in the middle. So it would have been a much faster process, um, but it has taken a little while to get it done. But I first of all, I I collected all the ideas together and um, Mariam uh, a former refugee she she's really the main character mm. um, because a lot of the ideas came from her and so I she did a talk at school and I was privileged to be able to read the talk and I was so impressed so I wanted it to be accurate Mm. so of course when you write it you write as you feel and then you have to go back and edit it and um, this particular story took a lot of editing and even when it was just about to be published and I was going through proofs I still thought no there's a a few words that are not quite right Mm. and so you're basically editing almost until it's on the printing press Mm. so it it did take a while and as I said the hardest part is the editing mm. because we didn't want it to be too long. Yeah. Um, we wanted it to be suitable for children, but we also wanted adults to be able to um, enjoy the story as well because I, I think there's so much that we can learn from these former refugees um, we don't realise because we we live in the safety of New Zealand. We haven't had to shift homes nine times as one family were. Mm. So we we wanted adults to be able to enjoy it as well, but we also we didn't want it to be too gruesome. Mm. So we that took a lot of editing so that it was precise and it was correct and factual, but we hadn't lost in the process Mm. the 
actual severity of what happened. And I think we've done that. And I noticed particularly with Skylar's drawings, her drawings are brilliant because they are the expressions on their faces. It tells the story so we can see by the expression on their faces of just how awful it was. Mm. And they say a picture is worth a thousand words. Mm. And I think in this case, so it, it, it did take a while to write and it did take a while to illustrate it and it certainly took a long time editing it. Mm. Thank you for sharing that. Like, um, it must have been like a lockdown project for you <laughs> for the two years in lockdown. So, um, and Skyla, I we we did talk about your illustration process, right? So you drew, you, you sketched it, but your dad col- colored it um, online. Um, what was your main focus when you're illustrating? Um, do you read first and then you? Imagine what it will look like, and then you look um, draw it. Can you share with us your um, methods? Well, yeah, I guess it's kind of like that because Carol didn't really give me the whole book when I actually um, got me to do the drawings. She just gave me like one piece of writing at a time to do the drawing for that piece. Now, originally, I was going to like paint it or color it in with pencils and stuff, and that was taking a while, and that's why I decided to do it on computer. Um, and it's just, um, yeah, I guess I did read a bit of writing and then I just closed my eyes and thought it would be like most. Um, and when I do drawings, I'm never always quite sure of myself. I always draw something, then rub it out and keep doing it over and over again until I eventually get it just right. Mm. It was, um, it was fun, but I also wanted it to be perfect. Mm. didn't want to mess up but I think I, it turned out pretty good it is are you proud of yourself yeah mm. I guess I'm pretty proud yeah do you see yourself illustrating for more books in the future well maybe because I like writing my own stories mm. um and so I there's a story that I just finished and now I'm probably going to draw pictures for it I, so I'm probably going to draw them myself yeah, I mean, you're a book illustrator. Of course you can do it yourself. That's amazing. Uh, it's such a great skill to have at such a young age. Like, um, Yeah, thank you for sharing that. Um, so the book launch is happening on Monday, 7th November at the uh, Dunedin Library, Dunedin Public Library. Um, so you are looking forward to it. Um, so what's the event going to look like? Is it the reading? Um, will there be books on sale? Well, what, what will happen, of course, there will be books on display and we've already given a copy to the Dunedin Public Library and they have catalogued it and it will be able to be taken out so um, people can take it out of the library but we will be selling some of the books and um, we will I will read the the whole story 
as I said before, it's not too long. Mm. And um, I will read the story and then we will have, we have a couple of the Syrian girls coming. We have Mariam and Aisha and um, they can answer questions that anyone has. Mm. And, um, and then Skylar and I will autograph some coffees. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and yes, the, the most important thing is that a portion of the, 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 the book, the price of the book, goes to Starfish Collective, which is a group who help refugees and they're doing an amazing job. And this is our way of saying you're a great organization and, um, you know, we can help you a little bit. Mm, I think it ties really well having the charity as part of um, the book sale, right? Because um, there's this amazing book and also the value behind it is that it's going to help um, refugees settle in New Zealand. So um, that's amazing that, you know, it's a collaboration um, um, book, basically. <laughs> yeah. Um, I would really like to hear some of your favorite parts of the book, if you could do a bit of reading. Um, and it doesn't have to be long. Um, just, you know, whatever is... Um, would encapsulate like the best part of the story. Mm. Yes, I, I'm just looking. It, it's a it's a shame that we haven't got um, visuals, so I could show you these wonderful illustrations. Yeah. Um, but I'm thinking. Possibly the best page to do, yes, would be this is while they are still, because the story, it begins in Syria, it moves to Lebanon, and then it moves to Auckland, New Zealand, and then it moves to Dunedin, New Zealand. Um, So this is while... They are still in in Syria, and this is one experience, and this is true. This actually happened. All right, so one day, soldiers came into our house. They told us to leave. But we have nowhere to go, cried Baba. Kneel down the soldiers said to my parents. They did as they were told. I could see they were terrified. Ali and Ibrahim were crying loudly. My two little brothers, who had always laughed and played before, had never cried so much. I sat in the corner and hugged them as the soldier put his gun to Mama's head. There was a minute of frozen silence. Even Ali and Ibrahim were suddenly quiet. We waited for the man to shoot, 
but he didn't. He took his gun away from Mama and Baba, and he said menacingly, You will be gone by tomorrow, and the soldiers left. Thank you for reading that part. Um, I think that was a really good part to read because it really shows the scariness of being in that situation, especially as a child. Um, yeah, that that was such an important part of the book. Um, Skyla, what did you think about that part and what was your process for illustrating that page well for that one um i was originally going to do a drawing of aisha huddling with her brothers in the corner but um then i thought oh, it might be better to do um one with the soldiers and the parents so then i did with the um soldier pointing the gun at mama's head because like it's the scary part of it, and it's what actually happened. And, if it, and then I already had a drawing earlier in the book where they were all hiding in the corner. I didn't want to be too repetitive or anything. Yeah. So. No, I think you did really well illustrating that part as well. You could see um, the scariness of the soldier's face. You know, he looked really, he really angry and uh, really evil as well. Um so thank you, both of you, for sharing that part of the book. Um, just hearing that small part makes me really excited for the book launch because then you'd hear the whole story, right? Um, it has a happy end. That's good to know. <laughs> uh, you might have just spoiled it to everyone, though. Okay. <laughs> oh, okay. One more thing I want to ask is what do you want your readers or listeners to learn about the story of Aisha? I would like them to be able to have an understanding of how difficult it is for other people in different parts of the world where very blessed living in New Zealand, we are sheltered from a lot of terrible things that happen. Um, we can only imagine how terrible. I had no idea. I, I honestly had no idea how hard it was to, to come to New Zealand and how difficult um, the process is and so I think we have a better appreciation of of our Syrian families, our Syrian New Zealanders we can understand them and we can learn so much they showed so much bravery and, and, and courage even just Getting out of Syria, it took an enormous amount of courage to do that. And I think this story really needed to be told. Mm. Thank you, Carol. Um, Skyla, since you're the illustrator 
Um, what do you want your listeners to understand and feel from the story and especially from your drawings? Well, basically what um, Carol said is just, um, I think I want them to know about how um, scary it would have been and um, even like when things are scary, can, um, you can push through and stuff. Um, and that they were really brave um, to have come all the way, left their homes and come all the way to a different country where they don't even know anyone. Um, and it must have been really scary for them. And I just um, want people to recognise that, I guess. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Thank you so much for sharing that. Um, we might also put another promo for the book launch. Um, so it's happening this Monday, 7th of November at the uh, public library. At the children's section. And what time is it? Four o'clock. Four o'clock, yes. So that is when it's happening. And um, if you go, you're going to see lovely Carol and Skylar reading and also autographing the books, uh, which is really exciting. Um, lastly, before we end the show, what are you hopeful for the future? Um. Well, I'll go first, I guess. Um, I hope that like um, wars stop and that um, people just try to sort things out with words. And um, I think it's really horrible that all these wars overseas are happening. It's just um, I hope that um, all of them will stop, not just the one in Syria. Mm. It's really interesting eh, to see these wars happening still in 2022 um, but we are so sheltered in New Zealand where you know these things are beyond our imagination and we only see this on social media or you know the media um, yeah that's a very good hope um, Skyline thank you for sharing that Carol can you share with us yours I think Skylar has said it perfectly mm. that's what I hope I, I hope, too, mm. that people will stop fighting each other. Yeah. Bad things happen. Mm. Yeah. Thank you so much. Um, can you please remind us where people can get a copy of the book? Hmm. Well... I, I will be giving some to University Bookshop and they can buy them there. Yeah. Or they can buy them at the book launch. Yes, come to the book launch. Uh, so Aisha's book launch um, on Monday, 7th November at 4pm at the children's section of the public library. Um, thank you so much, Carol. Thank you so much, Skyla, for being here today. Do you have any final words to share to our listeners? Um. Just, I hope everyone really enjoys the book and the pictures and the story. Um, that it gives them a good message. Mm. Mm. Well, we had a, a lot of fun um, creating the book, so we we hope that our readers 
will enjoy it too. Thanks for listening to Connecting Cultures Features on RFM.
Selamat datang. Konnichiwa. Hola. Annyeonghaseyo. Assalamualaikum. And kia ora. Connecting Cultures Features is a show by and for the beautiful and diverse multicultural people of Dunedin. Join me every Friday noon for Connecting Cultures Features on Otago Access Radio 105.4 FM, podcast on oar.org.nz.
This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air.